Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the CanadianGameDevs.com podcast, episode number 146. This is a weekly show covering all the games made in Canada and the people who create them. My name's Stephen, spelled the P-H-N-A like Stefan, but said Stephen. And of course, joining me, as always, the other main dude behind CanadianGameDevs.com, Steve, which is sh- which is short for Stephen. Stephen, technically. With P-H-E. Yeah, with a P-H and an E. See, uh, I'm, so used to te- I'm so used to telling people that it's with a P-H, but you're with a P-H as well. So I have to yeah, like, so- adjust my normal <laughs> verbiage on when I have to explain my freaking name. Oh, man. It's, it's, a, it's, a whole, it's a whole, to quote one of the greats, rigmarole. Uh, but that's not why you're here. You're here um, <laughs> to hear more about the Canadian <laughs> events, jobs, news. All that that we cover here on the site. Uh, before we get to that, I want to, of course, shout out our amazing patrons. If you want to join them, head on over to patreon.com slash devs to help us keep the lights on. Uh, they get special two-day early access to the show, uh, a, an exclusive channel on our Discord, uh, game key giveaways, um, and the knowledge that they're helping us keep on covering the Canadian game development scene. Steve, the PS5 event finally happened. You got Woo! to see it. Woo! It looks whack it looks like a fan or a router so so many people are are like it's like a mix of like what it looks like personally i, I don't care like mm-hmm. what it looks like as long as it fits in my little like th- compartment thingy in my tv stand mm-hmm. that's all i really care about it could be like it could just be a picture of like my dead dad for all i oh, care wow. <laughs> and if, I, if it could play Christ. spider-man then then that's all i need you could make a custom one with a little little R.I.P. <laughs> memorial on oh, the front. <laughs> that got dark really fast. Um, oh God! Uh, but uh, <laughs> Father's Day is next week, so yeah. Uh, I I don't I don't like the way it looks. The fins are gonna break very easily, and uh, you have to put a stand on it sideways, which is so dumb. That's a first, I think. Yeah, it's it is weird, and I prefer the Xbox Series X, like just the rectangle, black rectangle <laughs> thing. It it's looks like, like the the giant uh, in a Planet of the Apes. You know, they they see the big like <laughs> the <monolith> uh, thing. <laughs> door thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it looks like. Oh man! I, so I would rather have that, but I I don't really care. Like I would rather it just look like a PS4 or whatever. But like it really mm. doesn't matter. I right, now the question is: Are you going to go with disc or disc base? I'm assuming you, or disc list. Sorry, or disc base. I'm assuming you're disc. Disc. Yeah. I yeah. I uh, I want control over my games. Yeah, like I just, you know, if you go, I'm probably mostly digital anyways, but it's nice to have that like choice, you know, my mom, mm-hmm. like Christmas presents and, and stuff like mm-hmm. lending just, them to your friends, lending them friends, borrowing, like it's funny because PlayStation had that uh, video of like Shuhei Yoshida when the PS4 was coming out where it's like how to share a game on PS4 and they were like roasting Xbox. Yeah, I remember that. And they just that was... hand the cartridge or hand the game case to their friend and the video ends. That's so good. I wonder if like something like that with digital, because they have to get better with their digital stuff anyways. Because like Steam, you can refund anything under two hours, right? Which mm-hmm, two hours and I think a certain amount of time from when you bought it. Yeah, which is essentially a two-hour demo for every single game. Mm-hmm. So like Sony, even like not including the borrowing and lending and stuff like that, Sony just needs to get better with their like digital storefront stuff before. Dude, I GOG would... has no time limit on your returns. Oh really? Yeah, it's absurd. And they're like, we're just testing this. If we see people are abusing it, we'll get rid of it. But they just generally like, you buy a game, you want to play it and collect it. And everyone who's on GOG wants like a collection of good games, you know? Yeah. So like, they're they're leaps and bounds ahead of everyone. Yeah. So and we we've 
discuss this too, where their store, like PlayStation stores, is stupid because we do the wish list this every week and can't wish list, can't wish list. Like there's like five games you can wish list on on PS4 and they're the right PlayStation now. ones. <laughs> Marvel's Avengers was one of them though. So uh, true. <laughs> hey, play That's the, a, we're uh, gonna save that though, Steve. We're gonna save all this PS5 talk for the end for for hot take of the week. That's right. However, I should say you should play the Winter Ganya thing because I I haven't bought the Itchio five dollar like crazy banana um thing with like thousand games so i'm mm-hmm. buying it i'm buying it right now because i haven't bought okay. it uh it's a lot of games i'm this says it will receive 1659 items which that's a lot of items that's a lot, that's a lot of freaking items so i mean lots of canadian games in there too yeah i i mean short hike i see right there it's one of the celeste front and center ones Oh really, Celeste? I just yeah, Celeste is in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, have, I have some things to, sh- to tell you on Celeste. Okay, okay, we'll get to that. But we're gonna start with events. All right, let's do it. Uh, first up, Interactive Ontario is having an online town hall about how you can uh, apply for certain, you know, programs to help with uh, recovery from all the damage you might have taken from COVID. Um, that's happening June twenty second, one p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can go sign up for the Eventbrite. It's free. Uh, and then two events happening this fall you might want to keep on your radar. Uh, Game Dev Atlantic is having an all-day digital sort of conference thing in lieu of their in-person one. That's September 18th from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. You can register for that, too. And Game Developers of Color Expo is happening the day after, September 19th. And you can register to... I think they're still accepting like speakers and your games, and then you can also just register to like attend virtually. Mm-hmm. So check out all of those. Um, I haven't put them on the site yet, but by the time you're listening to this on Wednesday, they will be on the oh. site. Uh, so or take- patrons, bear with me. It's probably in one of the like <laughs> location channels. I'll put the put them in there too. Uh, and then we got a job, a singular job to plug for you today. Um, of course, returning job purchaser game, or sorry, a game studios. Bring your a game. It's looking for a two D artist. Um, to join them on their exciting new project, which is a groundbreaking 70s-themed sci-fi game. Sounds like something I want to play. Uh, you must be willing to work remotely, based in Ontario. Um, you can commit at least 10 to 15 hours a week for the next 8 or so months, and they're willing to pay $30 an hour, which, as we saw from hashtag GameDevPaidMe, pretty good rate. Pretty decent, um, yeah. Comparatively. Um, you'll be working on designing and integrating optimized 2D assets for game sprites, including character, environment, and UI, working with their creative director to uh, take concept art and refine the general look and tone of the game, and iterate on visual direction based on gameplay requirements, and we'll be using Unity for this. So hopefully you have some familiar- familiarity with that. Go to our site, canadiangamedevs.com slash jobs to apply for that. And if you want to feature a job listing on our site, hit us up, email, Discord, Twitter, wherever. All right, I got some news for you this week, Steve. Uh, it was wait. a pretty good week for news. There were so many things going on. It was basically like this would have been when E3 was. was I know, this week. yeah, yeah. So there was the PC Gamer Show, the Gorilla Collective, the PS5 stream, the um, there was one after the PC Gamer Show, the Future Indie Showcase, or whatever. So I kind of just like skimmed through all those looking for Canadian games. IGN uh, had some shit too. IGN had their own thing summer. Oh yeah, no, no, IGN was just. Doing no, think, the Gorilla live stream, but Gorilla was its own thing, I think. No, I think I didn't. IGN have the summer of gaming or something. No, that's just what they're calling all these streams on their platform. Oh, I thought they actually had like announcements and stuff. 
Uh, they had like some developer stuff, and they had like some speedrunners for charity. Oh. But uh, yeah. Uh, but before we get to that, I got a couple for you. A short hike, game of the year, twenty nineteen, according to me, um, is getting a vinyl <laughs> vinyl soundtrack with uh, cover art from uh, Toronto-based artist Saffron. Uh, there's three different covers. They're all gorgeous. Uh, I got the the hiking one, but then there's a beach one and an aurora borealis one. Oh, um, yeah, it, they're they're really pretty. They look really good. And the first hundred of each get of uh, uh, like record mat. I don't know if I was one of the first hundred, but I guess I'll find out when I get it. Um, so you can check out that if you really like the the music for that game. It's also by another Toronto artist, Mark Sparling. How much? Uh, how much was it? Ooh, I can check. It was shipping and then US, so not cheap. <laughs> yeah, true. It's like 10 or 15 songs, and it was like 40 Canadian after shipping and tax. Mm. Mm. Yeah. It's such a bitch had sometimes. A, yeah, it is. I had some money in my PayPal, so that helped. That's but right. But yeah, for the most part, vinyls for indie games, and mainly any games, are just not cheap. <laughs> you, you, you want it, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, of course. I don't have uh, any. Now that I think about it, I don't think I have any like soundtracks. I should really when I when I build my Sega Genesis thing. Mm. That's I think that's maybe what I'll dip into that too because Sega because the thing with Sega Genesis is like there's some really dope soundtracks, mm-hmm. and I have no idea if they were ever like released. But the Sega Genesis like has a really shitty sound card or whatever, so mm. that a lot of them sound like shit. Hey, Clam Man is the first one is on on this. I'm just going through all the games on this. Stumpy Frog and Geo thing. Yeah. Oh no! In the Itchio no. bundle? Yeah, in the yeah. Oh, I thought you meant vinyls because Stumpy Frog does a bunch of indie uh, vinyls. Oh really? No, no. Sorry, I'm st- I'm look. I'm on page seven of fifty six of my Jesus of the, Christ of the Itchio games. I'm seeing Bleed, Bleed Two, like a lot of Canadian ones. Yeah. Shout out double oh, double cross. I haven't even played that. Hey, why does it say graffiti games? Interesting. Um. So yeah, a short hike vinyl. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's still some available, but uh, yeah, check that out. Uh. Toronto-based Torn Banner Studios has announced Chivalry 2 for current and next-gen consoles, and it will feature cross-play. Big ups to Torn Banner. Um, is a multiplayer first-person slasher uh, inspired by epic medieval movie battles. It's a direct sequel to 2012's Chivalry Medieval Warfare, a game that I saw in many of those like funny meme like in-game videos that like Kotaku does, like the highlight reel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, this is some funny stuff happens in Chivalry, and uh, yeah, it's an Epic Store exclusive on PC, but of course, <laughs> PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and crossplay across all of them. Big ups! You can wishlist it on Epic because they have a wishlist feature now. Come but on, I think we've done it already I for a wishlist. Yeah, this, I think you're right. So, Come on, Apex, no sound get, effect this week. Get your uh, oh, get your get your shit together, Apex, and let me crossplay. Torn Banner Studios got it. <sighs> Yeah, I mean the indies are doing it. Why can't you do it? Yeah. Um, are you excited for Chivalry? Did you play the first one or? No, I haven't played the first one. Yeah, same. I'm I'm excited for this though. They ported the other ones too, and I just always like I think I own own it on Steam or something like that, but mm. I never did end up playing it. I did, some people that I used to work with like really loved it. Like every like Tuesday or something like that, they would play like in the office, um, and just like play it. But I never never got back to it. Hmm. So maybe Chivalry too. Maybe it'll be better. It'll be bigger. It'll be on your PS5 with trophies, ray, tra- ray tracing as well. <laughs> Will it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I barely know uh, what a ray tracing is. So. <laughs> it, the mirrors look better or something. I don't know. 
Yeah. The diamonds get cut. I saw that from the PS5. <laughs> All right, Steve. Uh, probably the biggest Canadian announcement from the PS5 stream and one of the most controversial, um, but, you know, what, what do gamers know? Uh, goodbye, <laughs> Volcano High, announced from co-op mode uh, in Montreal. It's coming 2021 to PS5, PS4, and Steam. Why was it, uh, I, why was it controversial? Because it has furries in it, and people oh, are really <laughs> shitty to furries, you know? Oh, man. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't. I didn't see that. <laughs> it's it's some furry shit, you know. But that's okay. Uh, or, sorry, I know, saw that it was furries. I didn't see that people were like upset about it being furries. Because uh, I get, yeah, it's all animals and stuff. Also, I just want to say I was on Twitch and the PS5 stream was hitting two million concurrent viewers just on Twitch. So I don't know what else it was across all the other language channels and YouTube and on the PS4 like app they made. So this was probably close to like three million people watching this at once. Yeah. And then this this furry narrative <laughs> adventure game comes up in the same stream with like Horizon 2 and, and Spider-Man Miles Morales. It is like not what these people are expecting. So I think that's where a lot of the hate came from. But um, it's a branching narrative adventure game starring a non-binary protagonist named Fang. Uh, the logo has a meteorite in it. And since they're pitching this as a, like the, the tagline is like, it's the end of an era and the start of a love story. I feel like, cause they're all kind of like dinosaurs and like creatures like that. Mm. I think a, a, a meteorite is going to hit this high school at the end. I'm down with that actually. And all the dinosaurs are going to die. Yeah, I mean, it's called Goodbye sad. Volcano High as well, which could yeah. act as like your last year. It's their last year in the high school. And then also it's just going to get the end of dinosaurs. Also, they're uh, not when when they're dinosaurs. They're not fairies. They're scalies. It's a different little thing. Yeah, I I unfortunately learned that this week from you. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, Guide Fang through the final year of their <clears throat> high school as they try to make things right before time is up. Now you now you owe Sony a little apology, I think, because you were chirping them, thinking we wouldn't see indies, and we saw quite. I a bit. didn't. We yeah. did, and we'll get to that, Steve. Okay, but uh I'm yeah this is a they gave a, a huge spotlight to this game with millions of people watching so big ups and co-op is kind of killing it lately too because they were on that they have the apple arcade um oh yeah winding world well nog was huge like i don't know if you played nog but i did although was, now i own it because i saw it in the, in the yeah it's one. in that bundle <laughs> so nog was on pretty much everything and it was a big vr game too and then they've done a depanier nocturne which we streamed a week or two ago i love that uh, Winding Worlds and Apple Arcade, and now this. So they're they're picking up steam. And everyone in that studio owns a percentage of the the thing, right? So yeah, it's called co-op mode because it's a literal co-op. Everyone is equal share, equal um, split of what they make, and so it's big incentive for everything to do well. Get that PS5 money, you know? Yeah, I mean they're gonna get it and PS4 money uh, and Steam. Yeah, big ups. Cool. Uh, next game, I don't think anyone really saw coming. Super Brothers, the Quebec-based uh, game studio, who we haven't heard from since 2012, 2011. I was, oh, yeah. I meant to look that up. Is that their last game? Like, Yep. Their last game, Sword and Sorcery, came out. We can, we can find that. We have the ability to get this information. We have the internet. They've been 
Just just MIA because wow, the, yeah. the game blew Super, up in 2011, Super. March 24th was that oh. game's release date. So over nine years since their last, we heard anything from them, uh, and they announced Jet the Far Shore. Um, it's being co-created by a company called Pine Scented, which I cannot find anywhere on the internet. So this might be a new studio's first project. Mm-hmm. Um, and with music by artist SCNTFC, which I think is like scientific. Um, they haven't updated their site with a press kit as the time of the recording. I don't know anything about this game other than the trailer, but it looks really interesting. There's like these people, they get on a spaceship, going to space, and then they're in space and then it ends. And then oh, there's they- the title. They actually have a legit Epic store front. Oh, they're on Epic? Yeah. Right, that's news since I wrote this piece then. I haven't, I'll check their website one more time Like as we're talking about it. Oh, yep. They have an official website now. So Jet the Far Shore. Let's go to info here. This wasn't available when. The <laughs> Jet the Far Shore was created over the span of some years <laughs> by Super <laughs> Brothers and Pine Scented. It's the second video game following the 2011 cult classic Sword and Sorcery EP. An all-international all-star jet squad of industry professionals have been assembled to bolster the project and bring it to completion. There's much more to say, JetWise. Hop aboard our Twitter feed, at JetXYZ, or subscribe to their newsletter. Whoa, big team here. I'm counting two, four, six, eight, seven, seven, close to 20 people working on this game. It looks like it uh, might be an Epic Game Store exclusive because on their Twitter it says Holiday 2020 PS5, PS4, and Epic Game Store. Oh, thank God. There's a press kit now. There you go. That's lovely. Because I was like scrambling when this guy announced because I wanted to get up on the site. But we can, we can, we can amend that now. I'm really so digging yeah, this art style. And it's completely different from Super Brothers too, which is... Yeah. Yeah, big 3D. Getting kind of Limbo Inside vibes. Not Limbo, more Inside. <clears throat> and sorry, not not Super Brothers. I meant... Uh, well, I guess... That was guess, the tagline. It was like Super Brothers colon Sword and Sorcery. Oh, EP. yeah, that's right. Yeah, right, right, cool. So, so you're not off. Um, I know what yeah, I'm talking about. Uh, we should get Sebastian on here when this comes out because he's a big fan of Sword and Sorcery. Get his take on it. I'm done. All right. I want to trip him about Borderlands. So. <laughs> Next bit of news. <laughs> uh, announced at the very end of the PC gaming show, the big glowing out trailer was the first time we got to see the Outlast Trials for Montreal-based Red Barrels with the confirmation it's coming 2021. It's on the Epic Game Store. You can wishlist it. It's also on Steam. And the teaser trailer is all uh, cinematic. It's not no gameplay. Uh, I was kind of bummed about that. I like gameplay. Gameplay or nothing, Steve. Uh, if I can not I can get tone from a, a cinematic trailer, and I got some tone from this, but mm-hmm. I really just want to see what you're doing. It looks like it's multiplayer. It's set in the Cold War, and there's the company from the, um, the Murkoff Corporation, who's the company from the other one, I'm pretty sure, although... Maybe hardcore LS fans, correct me if I'm wrong. You're strapped to this chair at the beginning and they're like doing tests on you. And then they like unleash you into this um, like little, I don't know, this kind of saw stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. I got, and, a, I got uh, a saw vibe from it, from the whole thing, basically. But it's not VR. And they want to make that, cl- they made that clear in the replies because the characters are like wearing goggles. It's wearing the thing, yeah. And it's but it might yeah i think it's multiplayer i don't know it's we don't have a lot of information but you can wishlist it so you know that's something yeah i because we knew about this game like i don't mm. maybe we didn't know it was outlast trials but we knew they were working on outlast i forget like specifically so no it like, was, they called it outlast trials yeah so i'm like 
I th- we were kind of talking about this when we were playing Apex the other night. Like, I'm fine with CGI trailers if it's like the first thing we've ever seen of it, mm. and it's just like cool. It's like, oh yeah, the, this is like the next game from them, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But like when we already know about it, and then they just showed uh, like this trailer, which it looks like they've had to kind of clarify quite a bit because it's like, is this a VR game? No, it's not VR. The Steam page isn't working. Yeah, we're working on that. Uh, and, and just like thin, so it's just like I don't know. It would have been cool to see like just some just something like ten seconds of like if it's mo- confirm it's multiplayer or whatever. I don't mm. know. Not. I mean, I, I'm excited to play it. Don't get me wrong, but it's not like mm. this trailer kind of like pushed me any closer to being excited. Like I was already kind of just pumped just from like the the first. Actually, I haven't played the second game yet. Just the first game. The second one is better in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so. The first one was was obviously a big hit, but I really like the second one a lot more. Yeah, um, actually, now that I'm looking at the Epic Game Store, there is some first person. I guess you're you're still running. I don't know if this is if this is a cinematic thing. So it, the the character is like helping you like climb this like wall mm-hmm. and then dies. And then they get killed and then yeah. you fall down and then the guy smushes your face with the big mallet. Yeah. So never mind. This is just so it, it is what it is. Um. Freedom ends in 2021 is how oh. the trailer ends. Oh, you know what? The Epic Game Store is tagged with uh, co-op, so. Okay, that that's, I'm going to take that as confirmation. Yeah. So we'll play this. We'll stream it. Can't wait. Yeah, we can play together. Yay. Coming 20. PS5, probably. Oh, 2021. Last bit of news today. Breaking, like as a couple hours before we recorded this, Grifflands now on Steam. Vancouver-based indie studio Clay, as in Play Entertainment, released their deck-building Rogue Light. Steve, it's a Rogue Light. Mm. Grifflands into early access on Steam. Uh, it released July 2019 on the Epic Game Store, but uh, people like to hate, and so if you like to hate, now it's on Steam, so you can stop hating. <laughs> Just like that. Just like that. Please stop hating. Um, yeah, check it out. It's uh, 1486 until... <clears throat> let's see, it's like that launch sale. That's until July 9th. Oh, you got a month to get it for 15% off if you've been holding out. So have you have you played this? I have not played this. Hmm. I don't know if I've ever really played a deck building game. I know there's quite a few of them, especially like Hearthstone and mm. and stuff like that. I don't think I've ever really played it as its own game. Like Final Fantasy VIII had a had a card game and, and stuff like that, and Witcher has a card game, but I don't think I've ever played one. But I'm looking at this. Do you? I guess you. It looks like the cards are your sort of like moves and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, right. this is very similar to Slay the Spire, which is another deck building roguelite, Actually, like almost the same um there's a, a few differences um as in you you got a party in this one whereas in slay the spire you you pretty much had just you and your deck of abilities yeah people um, love slay the spire too slay the spire is great i recommend it i don't know if it's still in game pass but that's where i played it and so as you played through slay the spire you you start with just a set number of cards like randomly and then you finish a battle and you get some cards and you take some out or put some new cards in um this is very similar to that i think yeah, looks if, good. Uh, looks, uh, they they always do different things because you look at all their games like Hot Lava is like a first person parkour, Don't Starve is like a two point five D survival game, Mark of the Ninjas like a side scrolling stealth game, and this is a like two point five D roguelite deck builder. Like they do so many different things. That's so dope. Yeah, Slay the Spire is on PC Game Pass. So excellent. It's good, and you, it'll give you a feel if you if you want to check out if you enjoy the genre before hopping into this one. Yeah. That's cool. it for the news this 
week, Steve. It was a good week for news, and there's going to be a lot more coming up. There's the EA Play, which I think is this week on the 18th, or maybe next week. I think then there's... Yeah, something like that. We're going to find out about... Well, actually, all the Apex news will technically be Canadian. And uh, NHL, whatever we find out about NHL. Chell. And maybe that Star Wars one is is some hidden EA studio or something. I don't know. (laughs) Man, we never got that, that Amy Henning Star Wars game. No, we didn't. We never got Amy Henning's Uncharted 4. We never got Amy Henning's Star Wars game. Hashtag justice for Amy Henning. Um, (laughs) And then Ubisoft stream, I think, is the 12th of July. And that'll have a whole whole boat load, you could say, Steve. Not until July? Let me see. Yeah, Ubisoft 4, July 12th at 3 p.m. Eastern. Interesting. Yeah, EA said that we'll find out about Star Wars Squadron but it's on June 15th. It's actually tomorrow. So by the time oh. this is up. Um, I had a, a June 18th is the EA Play live, right? Oh, maybe this is... I think it's a, it's its own thing because this got leaked, so they're going to just do a little thing. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. So we'll find out about Star Wars Squadrons tomorrow, I guess, on Monday. And then EA Play is Thursday at 7 Eastern. True. All right. But we'll be on the lookout for any Canadian games there in... Now it's time for everyone's favorite segment, Steve. Your favorite segment, my favorite segment, the listener's favorite segment. Wishlist this. If you don't know, uh, I was inspired by Steve and Brett's, rest in peace, frequent wishlisting of games as we were talking about them. So every week, I find three upcoming Canadian main games. You can add your wishlist right now. And we're we're good. We got, I, I asked uh, on Twitter for some, and uh, people gave me a whole boatload. So I'm good for a couple weeks. But keep sending them in, because we're going to keep doing this segment. Um, Twitter, Facebook... People are reaching out on Facebook Messenger, um, Discord, email, however you want to get them to us. Let us know. This week, I got three juicy games for you, Steve. Uh, starting in Edmonton, Alberta, with Double Blit. Blit, not bit. I, I messed that up. Double Blit Games, Inc. And it's called Game Director Story. Uh, and I actually didn't get sent this. I actually saw Jason Schreier retweet <laughs> one of the screens from this game. Um, kind of like, cause Jason Schreier's a uh, famous journalist now of the Bloomberg News Corp, who talks a lot about workplace, um, issues, let's say at various AAA and indie studios. And so he highlighted a screen in this game that was kind of relevant to the work he does where like you get an email from the hires up <laughs> that are like, Hey, we can't do this in time. And the higher ups like, Oh, I'll just, you know, just stay a little later or something. Um, so if you don't know, <clears throat> Game Director's Story is an unflinching and satirical look at the behind-the-scenes of how big-budget AAA games are made. Based on first-hand accounts from industry veterans, players experience the emotional roller coaster of guiding a team through the agonizing decisions and compromises needed to ship a game. What do you think, Steve? I'm like, uh, I like... <laughs> I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, I wonder if they had to crunch for this game. <laughs> <laughs> the irony. <laughs> um, it's, it, I guess, are they also going to get chirped for the furry thing? Like, is everything furry just going to... Nah, this is more like anthropomorph- anthropomorphized, I would I say. I can't keep up with all this. I'm just looking it's, at it's the... A th- it's a thin line. I'm looking at the Steam thing, and mm-hmm. it... Are you just looking at like a computer screen and emails and stuff like that? Like what? I guess I guess my question is, what will we be doing? Cause so all- it's kind of like a, a a choose your adventure kind of mm. strategy game. And so you see at the bottom, you get like different replies you can send. And just from talking to a couple people who do project management, 
this is like a, a Slack UI mock-up with some emails, and that's essentially the whole thing. <laughs> it's you're yeah. just responding to people all day. Yeah. Okay. I can I can see that. Actually, I'm down with that because there's a. Oh, I'm forgetting the game right now. There was a game where you basically play as a customer support agent, and uh, and then just like unravel, and it was kind of roguelike as, as well. And you um, you basically find out about like a big conspiracy at the studio, but you also are still tested on your like customer support stuff. And I, I dug that. So I'm down with this. I'm um, late 2020. There is some gifts too, but it's like funny because they're they're not gifts of the gameplay. They're just like gifts, I guess. Yeah, they're like header gifts instead yeah. of text. Yeah, real but Which, humorous. Uh, still works. I'm down with this. I'll add to my wish list right now. Oh, sorry, you oh, had to ask. Well, me. you knew I was going to ask, but yeah. uh, now that it's now that it's on your wish list, I, I can play the sound effect. All right, cool. Sorry, I I I, I went too fast. Next game on wish list this this week. Curved Space by Only by Midnight in Edmonton, Alberta. Another Edmonton joint. Uh, <clears throat> Curved Space is an intense arcade shooter about battling cosmic energy spiders across warped, physics-defying battlefields. Space stations and asteroids curve and loop around themselves. Up? Down? Who needs those when you've got spaceships, guns, and a swarm of bugs to blast? Um, GIFs in the description. 10 Ooh. out of 10, steven.com. <laughs> Is that the new site? <laughs> no. Uh, it's planned release date 2020 uh, by its... Oh, no, wait. Oh, shoot. I was looking at the wrong one. I have them I have them out of order on my thing. Curve Se- Space. September 2020. Uh, no gifts in the Steam page. I was wrong. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> the next Zero game, out of though. 10, <laughs> steven.com. <laughs> the next game. The next game does. Uh, what, do you, what do you think, looking at this? It's like a 3D... Um, or not maybe not 3d is the right word but it's like a different view of the of like a starship uh, or mm. what's the what's the what's the game on ps3 and stuff where it's star- stardust stardust no, is no, that you're, you're the rezo or the the house mark game right yeah super stardust it? super stardust that's it yeah it's it kind of reminds me of that because the levels are all like weird and and i mean in that it was all spherical but here it's like your your bullets will like curve around yeah surfaces which, which i think is pretty cool um I'm just watching more of the the trailer. They don't have the games, planned release have, date September 2020. For these for these games, it's always about like the weapons for me. You know how when you mm. play a ratchet game, it's just like you want like cool weapons. Um, that's mm. what I'm kind of eyeing in this, and I'm seeing some cool shit. You can place down like these lightning towers. It looks like you got your standard bullets, some other cool stuff. It'll feature a story mode, a survival mode, see how long you can take, and a daily run of a randomly generated thing that day. Hmm. What do you think? Mm-hmm. I wonder if you level. I wonder if you like level up and stuff. That's the other thing I'm kind of curious about, in the story at least. I like um, it though. Customize your ship with a personal cocktail of ability upgrades throughout the campaign. Oh, there or you as go. rewards for clearing waves in survival mode. But that oh. seems to be just cosmetic. You think? A massive arsenal of high tech weaponry, equipped two weapons at a time at a pool of over twenty, from machine guns to laser beams to exotic particle sprays and magnetic melee blades. Nice, nice. September twenty twenty as well. That's my birth month. There you go. Yeah, and actually, I'm born on September thirtieth. So if they are set on September twenty twenty, then it's guaranteed to be in my birthday. By my birthday, I gotta ask Steve: Is it on the wish list? It is on the wish list. Excellent. Last game today, the one that does have gifts. Gifts in the Steam page. (laughs) Sorry, uh, curved space, but uh, you should get on that. Watch this space from its anecdotal. Uh, this is a 
team with developers in Christchurch, New Zealand, as well as Montreal, Canada. Uh, we covered one of the earlier games on the show 39 days to mars which mm. is also still available for wishlist this but this is a new game they want us to plug so it's a multiplayer game about shooting asteroids racing asteroids eating asteroids being the asteroid and about <laughs> how the rules change um gifts in the description it's a it's 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 just playing on asteroids in a really fun way where literally everything in the description you do and it's it, it looks really fun. Like you've played asteroids at this point. Everyone's played asteroids, but what if you just like messed with that and ran with it in a whole bunch of different ways in a multiplayer experience? Super colorful too. Mm-hmm. Look, digging the colors. I'm wondering. Hold on, I'm just I'm just looking. Um, every screen has a second or has multiple players. I'm wondering if you have to play it with multiple people. Mm. Do you know that? Uh, let's see. There's shared or split screen in the features, but I can't tell if you can play single player or not. They have a Discord, so you could hop in and probably ask the developers. True. Um, oh, yeah, Discord chat with the developer right there on the Steam page. Early alpha. Top-down 2D action arcade shooter. Oh, it's early access. Or wait. Oh, Coming to early access later this year. Oh, nice. I see, I see. Cool. I always Steve, like to I look at ask. early access expected last about six months. So, Is it on the wish list? It is. Excellent. That's it for Wishlist this this week. If you want to get your game on here, please send it to me any way possible. Discord, Twitter, Facebook, um, Text. Text. DM on Twitter, DM on Instagram, DM on TikTok. Get it to us. Break into my house and show me a screenshot. (laughs) Print off your, like, press kit and just mail it to him in Halifax. Yeah, send it in a manila envelope. (laughs) One time my dad sent me, like, a comic that he read online. He printed it and sent it to me. Oh, my God. That's awesome. (laughs) He's like, I don't know how to email this. (laughs) God bless old people. Uh, I know. It's great. (laughs) All right, Steve, it's time for Hot Take of the Week, which will essentially be what we think of that PlayStation 5 live stream. Hit me with it, Steve. Uh, I figured we could start with just kind of going over the games that were shown. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, for me, in general, like, it was a really good show, like I thought. Like, you know, you had your big budget stuff like Gran Turismo, which I don't care about, but Spider-Man, Miles Morales, like I think was a surprise to everyone. Mm-hmm. Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, Horizon, which wasn't a surprise. Hitman 3, I mean, people don't, like NBA 2K, I'm sure people don't give a shit or they just assumed it was coming anyway. Resident <laughs> Sweat Old... tracing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Resident Evil Village, which, you know, I feel bad for the, like, Resident Evil 3 and Resident Evil Village would be such hype moments for me during those presentations, but because it got leaked, it's just like, okay, cool. Yeah, but it's out because because it's like leaked. Like if once they announced Resident Evil Four, now it's just like kind of assumed that's going to happen anyways. But that got leaked as well, so it's just like, eh. um. But let's let's. I figured we would just go over GTA Five. It was really shitty that they started off with this because it's yeah, like, you see, why Rockstar? would you start with this 2013 <laughs> game everyone's played? And no one really cares about that it's coming to PS5. Yeah, and when you see Rockstar, you're like, holy shit, really? And then they GTA 6, question mark? Yeah, that's what I, like, When I, for a brief moment, I was like, holy crap. If if they had to add it to the stream, like, it's good they did it at the start or whatever. But this really could have just been a PlayStation blog post. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It didn't need to be in the thing. Uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, I think, is 
really cool. I it's is, a, it, there was a bunch of confusion with it though because uh, people in the in the blog post that initially went up, they were like, "It's an expansion on the Spider-Man stories." So people were like, "Oh, it's like a, it's like a spinoff, like Lost Legacy was for Uncharted Four. Yeah, and it's still not entirely clear. They're saying it's a standalone, which means I think essentially just that that it's using a lot of the Spider-Man PS4 stuff, but with new character miles and some new content yeah i think i think it'll be the length of lost legacy or like if you put all three dlcs like the spider-man dlcs together you get about Mm. like you get like an eight or nine hour game like i feel like it's going to be that do you Um, think it'll be like 39.99 like half price uh i think lost legacy was was lost legacy half of a full yeah i think lost legacy was 49.99 canadian when i went to get it I feel like it's going to be they'll they'll like kind of justify like kind of a PS5 bump, you know what I mean? Like it'll, mm. it won't be a full price, but it'll be like sixty or seventy five percent of a full price. Okay. I also think it's coming to PS. Like there's rumors that it and what's the other something else is coming to PS4 because it in the trailer it says gameplay shown on PS5 or something along those lines, but nothing mm. else showed that. Um, but I mean that that's cool. I don't think anyone was really expecting that. Like it's only been two years since Spider Man One, so. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Grand Marvel's Turtles. Spider-Man apostrophe S. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Grand, you're always such a stickler for like natural names of stuff. Game names are some of the stupidest things in all of entertainment, and we'll see from some of these game names here that just we're scraping the bottom of the barrel. I had a studio message me on Discord just ask because they showed me a game they're working on, and and then they um they're like, "What do you think is a good name?" And I was like, "I don't know. <laughs> like, I have no idea. I'm so awful." <laughs> with names it took me forever to name my own daughter never mind like, <laughs> a game so uh ratchet and clank ripped apart looked love cool it. looked looked uh pretty dope um love it. project thea was square enix that was just a cgi thing it's whatever uh gary widow's writing that uh from um book of oh, really? Eli, uh yeah. rogue one and the walking dead season one. Oh, uh, the game not the show yeah yeah that gets me a little more excited actually yeah it's not clear how much he's involved whether he's just like making the the world bible or he's actually writing a bunch of it i feel like because this was a square the square enix had a game uh, several e3s ago that kind of just disappeared and i wonder if they just like sort of took that tech demo and they were like is there is there a game here can you is there a story here and they're trying to revive it maybe but yeah yeah as we mentioned, like with CGI stuff, it's like we don't have no idea what this game is really about. But well, it's just there cool was to know. something that looked like representative of what you'd be doing in the game, like like a lot of like flying around. Oh, was it? Um, Maybe yeah, it yeah. Be- like it looked like some traversal, like a lot of like really big super powery traversal. You know. Hmm, maybe I gotta kind of go back to it. But I, it definitely didn't look in game like there was no HUD or anything. But yeah, like, what the character was doing looked like what you would be doing as a player um stray which i think we can all agree will be the game of the year that was probably my if i had to pick one game from this stream that i was like i want this game right now it would be stray um and it's also coming to ps4 so i don't have a reason to get a ps5 that's fair i when when they're showing the cat i thought they were going to open up to like a bigger world or something kind of how they showed like when they announced final fantasy 7 they showed like uh I think they showed like rats or whatever and mm. then open up to like the flower and then Aerith and then it zooms out to the whole world. I thought it was going to do that at some point, but then it just <laughs> never did. It's just like, oh, it's, no, like, it's all about the cat. The cat. My wife's pretty excited for that. Yeah, me too. Uh, Returnal. Terrible which, name. Or Returnal? Returnal? Yeah, terrible name. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Housemark 
they're it's not a you know a twin six shooter so they're done they're, they've said they're done with action arcade games they can't get the audiences they want so now they're going to sell out and go mainstream so what is it? Is it like a Detroit Become Human type of like? Are they just the I new? Don't know. Uh, it's probably gonna be like some third person action adventure game. Adventure, you sound super excited. Sackboy, big adventure. Not cool. developed by Media Molecule. Oh, I meant to look in that. Really, They're it's not. a Sumo Digital who did Sonic All Star Racing Transformed, and they do a bunch of they've they've worked on other properties before, um, and they do sort of third person um, action platformers. So this mm. is right up their alley. Did you ever play Super Mario World 3D on on Wii U? Yes. Probably my favorite like 3D Mario up there with Mario 64, which is really just there for nostalgia reasons, like mm-hmm. and I kind of got that vibe from this where it's just like a 3D multiplayer platformer, so I'm down. <laughs> yeah, the platforming was always the weakest part of Little Big Planet, like it was too floaty. It was very floaty. Yeah, it was and super annoying. You couldn't be accurate with it, and that's something like I've listened to a couple of speedrunners talk about it that like makes it hard for for that type of audience, but this looks a lot tighter and it yeah. looks a lot more like Super Mario 3D World, like you were saying. Yeah. Uh, Destruction All Stars, which is basically. What if Rocket League and Fortnite had a baby? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Goodbye Volcano High, which we already talked about. I think we're both pretty excited to play that one. Uh, this is probably the only. Probably the only game starring a non binary scaly character. In the history of video game live streams, am I wrong? I maybe I don't know. <laughs> probably <laughs> or probably Shout not. Out to sorry, probably mode. Not. Good probably, work. Yeah, Kina Bridge of Spirits, which you know, looks like a looks like I, when we were talking, it looks like the Star Fox Adventures game on GameCube, Crystal or whatever. Yeah, uh, we're, we're, I think it was just called Star Fox Adventures, but you played it or uh, it had, that's where they showed Crystal and Cameo. Someone you know, your friend mentioned that Oddworld, yeah. which I don't care about. Um, and don't really even like that series at all. I wish it would just die. Yeah. They got a bunch of a bunch of fans. Steve. I don't. I can't tell if it's a vocal minority or an actual fan base. But yeah, my friend. I was talking to my friend, and she loves artwork. She was excited for that too. So okay, okay. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, which is the the Bethesda um, studio that Published. did Evil Within. I was kind of disappointed that it's first person. I was no, it's know. a it's Bethesda Publish. I forget the name of the studio because they did. It's Tango, Tango DreamWorks. Tang, yeah, Tango. Yeah, it's Bethesda. Publi- I think they're owned by Publish or Bethesda, though. I can double check that. What did you think of it? I was. It looks cool. I just. It's like I'm. Not, I, I'd rather not be third per- or first person because I'm. Not, I don't know how I feel about actiony first person. Like I like the way I was picturing that game was kind of like a like a Devil May Cry ish. Thing. and maybe it's just me kind of thinking that's what it was going to be and it's not and i'm just a little like uh but mm-hmm. um i'm excited like that dude uh created resident evil he you know and i liked evil within even though it's confusing as hell i um, really liked evil within um and i just finished evil within too so i have yet to play it i have it. it's on the shelf but uh um, and yes uh, zenimax acquired tango gameworks uh in march 20 or october 2010 yeah, I thought they're I thought they're owned by Bethesda or, or whatever the Bethesda people. Uh, Jet the Far Shore. I don't even know what this is. I just kind of wrote down from the GameStop spot article. Second, oh, wait, Steven's we just pick for second. Oh, Jesus, uh, we just interesting game of the show. Of course, I know what Jet is. Yeah, actually, and now that we saw the screenshots and the trailers and stuff, it does look cool. Uh, Godfall, which is whatever. Um, 
Well, so, wait, wait, wait. We had uh, someone in our Discord who, while we were talking about it, they uh, worked on it remotely. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I say whatever in that, like, I'm sure I'll eventually I'll play it, but it's not like, it's not like, I, I feel like it's going to be the game that I play because I, there's nothing else yet that I want to play. You know what I mean? The, like, the, like, dub, dubstep rap trailer song didn't help build Oh, that was the, weird, too. It didn't fit, and I think that's what kind of turned me off. Yeah. I feel like it's the kind of game that I'll play, like, when it's $20, $30 on sale or whatever, just to give it a shot. Because it's like a looter hack and slasher thing. Yeah. It? Yeah. Something like that. Um, if there's not that many games to play at launch, like, I, I think it's a launch game, too, or, or very close to launch. We don't know any of the launch games for PS5. No, I mean, I'm not overly surprised by that, like, because you can't even buy anything yet, so like you, you can't really... pre-order it. You, you don't know when it's coming out, how much it is. Yeah, what's so you don't coming with it. So that'll that'll come down. Also, they announced that camera, and did we get any information about that camera? Yeah, in the re- reveal of the console, they show the PS5 new camera. Oh, really? Yeah. See, you already forgot about it because they didn't <laughs> tell anything about it. Yeah, that's the other thing. The other thing that's kind of concerning is that there was no VR type of stuff. But let's let's go through the. Let's finish. Okay, okay. Solar After Ash. Godfall, Sol- okay, Steve. Solar Ash, Haven, and The Pathless are three <laughs> indie games that, and I, I shared the, all the screenshots side by side in our Discord, and I forget who said, uh, these look like just three levels from the same game. Yeah. They're like, they're like streaks from behind the character as they like glide across like grass that moves apart. These, these games look identical, and it's really tripping me up. Yeah, I wonder... <laughs> I wonder when they all release. Because remember when, like, Infamous and, um, what was that other, uh, what was that Activision anti-hero game? Prototype. Yeah, those game those were, like, the exact same game but and came out, like, two, week, two like, months away from each other or something like that. I wonder if it's going to Oh, be. man, like, uh, Overwatch Battleborn. Yeah. Although those two games are, are very different mechanically and visually, but just got trounced by Overwatch. Yeah, it was basically, like, when you break it down to it being a super like a hero based shooter, mm-hmm. then but yeah, I actually would give some give some uh, credit to Solar Ash because I watched some of more of the gameplay with uh, the Gorilla Collective live stream today, and it's it's got a cool like um, almost turn based like fighting style when you're out in the world with these two characters who I think they're just dating or they're married, but they're like. They have a very cool relationship too, where like they go back to their base and they're like they're like being fun with each other and like flirting or like they'll make fun of each other and then you can like choose what they do in their spare time, which oh. I didn't get from that PS5 trailer. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can't um, ray trace that, so no, you can't, you can't show ray tracing, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. But yeah, I, I did like that vibe, and uh, it doesn't look like my the kind of game I would enjoy playing. But I definitely think if that that like cute relationship almost turn-based open world kind of resource gathering game sounds interesting to you and it, it was it was well written too there were a couple of lines that made me chuckle are you on like roller skates or something too or you're kind of like flying and then you can actually like fly through the air like like superman almost mm. so it looks like a little bit of gravity rush kind of because like she like i don't know if it's just the camera turning upside down or something but like at the end of the trailer it messes like, with your perspective yeah Okay, I see, I see. It is what it is. I mean, I, I don't know if I'll play it, to be honest. Uh, Hitman 3, I didn't... Yes. You know, it's cool. The Hitman reboots are so tight, Steve. Like, you want to talk about, like, immersive sim, like, level design? Like, mm-hmm. 
the these new Hitman games, IO uh, co-developed. Wait, is it Idos Montreal? No. Uh, I don't know to be honest. Oh wait, is there a Canadian angle here? Yeah. No, IO Interactive is based in Copenhagen. Never mind. Um, but yeah, I, these new Hitman games are really good. This one just looks mwah. like they're it's they're going for that like Dubai skyscraper level kind of thing. It looks so good. Mm. I, yeah, <laughs> these I games are absurd. I haven't played any of the new Hitman ones. The last one I played was like uh, it was like on PS3. I think Absolution. It was, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was the last yeah. one. Yeah. I, I, I played that one too. But these, these new ones are are very good, Steve. I'll I'll say also the trophies for all these games are just complete shit. <laughs> it's like a hundred like they they because i guess it was episodic right yeah um, the new one was so it's like just 80 like bronze trophies <laughs> they it's, had a level with sean bean i think they did like, like a limited time uh hitman target and it was sean bean <laughs> oh my God, really? <laughs> i yeah. want them to bring that back just do different celebrity cameos you can kill one, two, three, four, five, six. I want to choke seven, out Benedict eight, Cumberbatch and like stick him in a piano. Including the base game, Hitman has nine trophy sets, and there's mm. no platinum, and it's like pretty much all bronzes. All right, Steve, you didn't even get to see. They didn't even confirm trophies for PS5, so hold your horses. Whoa, whoa, whoa. let's. Whoa. let's <laughs> Astro's Playroom. They continue to just use Astro to like show off the new stuff. Apparently, Robot Rescue is really... Or that was it called? Astro Robot? Uh, the, the, the VR one? The VR one. Great game. Yeah. I would, you, should, you should pick it up. Actually, I should pick it up. Wait, do I? No, I sold it. I sold it. Because when I sold my VR. I don't Damn. Um, it's, really, it's really good. People were kind of saying it's like, the Mar- it's like the Mario 64 of VR, which it's a little... I don't know. It's whatever. But I really dug it. Uh, Astro Bot Rescue Mission was the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had the free Astrobot like thingy when the PS4 came out too with the yeah camera. the Playroom yeah so it's the same oh thing. this is also called Playroom what was the original one called it was called Playroom just just the Playroom and the robots were in your controller and you could use the camera and stuff yeah, yeah. So the play oh yeah and there was the Playroom VR as well so they always just use Astro as like their like new it's like the unofficial of- PlayStation mascot and just sort of the like here's where we just do you know cool shit like just mm-hmm. fun little things uh little devil inside uh gorgeous i really like this game's art style a lot but it was given some people like monster hunter vibes oh really in like the way you're out like tracking down monsters and fighting them mm. but then there's that weird thing where like you're this old man and then i think it's like his adventures from when he was younger maybe and then you bring the monsters back and like give it to the adventurers guild or whatever but there was a scene where um, these characters with like uh, stereotypical like African tribal masks and like black dreadlocks are like screaming and running after you and throwing spheres. And the developers actually apologized for that and said they're taking those characters out of the game. Which, you know, if you had, I I'm not gonna say whether it was a good idea or a bad idea, but just seeing how quickly that turnaround of like getting a quote unquote like can't like that character got canceled. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah (laughs) it's just you know i don't know it's so hard to to make characters without stepping on toes because even like um i feel like they could couldn't they like they could refer to like a historian or someone who specializes in that sort of stuff to just like do it you know well i think the thing that people had an issue with was like they were just the mindless indiana jones one spear throwing Mm. 
half naked black people. I see. I see. Yeah. I I wonder. Yeah. I don't know the context of it. I I mean, I guess they're not super important if they just kind of kill it, cut them, (laughs) cut them right away. (laughs) They weren't integral to the the villains or whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, the art style is really cool though. Mm, Um, I do like the art style a lot. I'm, I'm watching the trailer again. Just see where this like monster hunter. It was giving me like stop motion, like, um, um, Coraline and Kubo and the two strings, you know, like that stop motion. Mm. Oh, what's that? La- La- Lakita, the studio, the stop motion studio. They make um, movies. Yeah. yeah I think Missing so. Link was their latest one. It gave me, it gave me that kind of vibe, which was re- really pretty. Yeah. Uh, NBA 2K21, which I know you're super excited for. Sweat really tracing. You don't really <laughs> need to talk about it, I guess. Bugs Knacks, which. Third, third favorite game of the show for me. Really? Yeah, uh, this is the uh, Octodad studio, and oh, having played Octodad a shit ton, I have so much faith in them to just make a stupid fun game. Mm. Is it all? Is it PS Five? Oh, it's Epic Game Store as well. So, and it's also coming to PS Four, I think. Probably. A bunch of these are like also coming to a bunch of other platforms. Yeah, I mean they're not gonna on the thing. They're not gonna. Say yeah, that, PS5, right? PS4, Epic Game Store. I, I imagine it's going to be like when PS4 came out and we didn't see like PS4 only games for like two years, unless it was like first party, you know? Right, like there was Killzone Shadowfall, which like only came to PS4. Yeah, and Knack, which can only be done on the power of the PS4. Yeah, they can't do a Knack again <laughs> because you can't do it if it's not on a PS4. Um, Knack lives and dies on the PlayStation 4. Exactly. Uh, Demon Souls, which which some say is the Demon Souls of Souls likes. <laughs> I I was surprised at when like when these rumors were happening and stuff. I know, but like when I was looking, we were talking about it on the Discord. Like Demon Souls is an old game. Like it's from mm-hmm. two thousand nine. Like it's a it'll be eleven years old, almost um, twelve years old actually, because it came out in February of two thousand nine. So mm. when this when this one comes out, like it'll be like over a decade so mm-hmm. and the souls like stuff has been like kind of really refined and refined and perfected since then so it'd be cool to kind of go back i, I think because it's the same studio who remastered shadow of the colossus and yeah. they they made it feel better they like did tweak some of the gameplay and in a way that made it feel modern while people who are fans of the original still like got that nostalgia trip I've been meaning to pick it up actually the the remake of Shadow Classes because I, I played a, I played I got through like four or five Colossi before I stopped yeah true but uh, uh, yeah Demon Souls um, is the only Souls like I've really ever played other than Bloodborne and I couldn't get past the first boss mm, I, but I was also like I got it like shortly after it came out so I was like wouldn't you been like seven years old twelve I would have been like twelve or thirteen just useless. <laughs> just a stupid 12 year old just a stupid 12 year old who listened to podcasts and was like oh demon souls i'll try that one um death loop which i guess looks just like um dishonored which i but it, okay so haven't played yet are you excited for death loop your buddy was death loop wins steven's pick for most stylish game of the show because it had that like 60s french wave cinema style to like the 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 art and the the character reveal screens and stuff which i really like and people are saying oh it looks like just the abilities from dishonored i'm like yeah dishonored is fucking amazing 
every more games should try and feel like Dishonored. And if this is the people who made Dishonored making another game with that style. And the other thing about Dishonored is the, the way most people try and play through it is by being extremely stealthy and using all your stealth abilities. So most people who play through Dishonored, I argue don't even use all the cool arsenal of like guns and crossbows and like fire bombs and stuff that lets you have a lot of fun in that game. Mm. So this is taking all that shit people don't use generally in Dishonored when they're trying to be sneaky and just lets them go all out. And I think that's really smart. Like yeah. at one point in the trailer, he just like takes a bunch of nails and like shoves them in a gun and like cocks it. Like what is happening? Like this looks ridiculous and awesome. And um, so there is the option to play through. So you're on this island uh, and you've got this contract to kill these seven other people or eight or whatever. Um, but then someone else can invade your game and try to kill you. So while you're trying to kill other people, you might um, have someone hunting you. But you can choose to play through where that other person's controlled by an AI. And I think mm. that's that's smart. That's the best way to do that. That's fair. Um, uh, yeah. This game... According to the Wikipedia Okay, I'm going to bump it up to number two on Steven's list of this show. Oh. So what... what did, but so what's Snacks order? goes down. Okay, okay. Yeah. Now, according to the Wikipedia, it's, it's set to be released on PlayStation 5 and Windows in late 2020. So is it not... Is it a PlayStation 5, like, exclusive? No. Because it, it was at the, Beth- the Bethesda show... And I well, feel pu- like it's published by Bethesda, right? Yeah, like uh, it's uh, Bethesda owns Arcane. Deathloop makes its console debut on PS5 this holiday. I bet you it's a. Uh, I bet you it's a timed exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. So I there you go. That. That's your PS. There's your PS5 game exclusively on consoles for PS5. Yeah, I can play on PC though. Can your PC run this? Uh, probably. It can run Dishonored just fine. Mm. Yeah, but this is like ray tracing stuff. Is it? Did they say ray tracing? I don't anyway? know. Maybe. <laughs> uh, my game of the show, Resident Evil Village. Just so <sighs> pumped for that. Even though I Chris is back, he's mad. He's old. Oh, he's super mad. Yeah, he looks so different. He's so he's so old and chunky and like <laughs> out to <laughs> out for blood. I guess like in depending on when this game takes place, like he would be like fifty years old or so, and mm. seen some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like enough to just like wanted to get a lobotomy i would i would imagine at this point but uh i'm i'm excited for this however after playing like resident evil 2 resident evil 3 and resident evil 7 in the last like three years like i much prefer the third person aspect what? of it than the first seven's person. my favorite really yeah. i just i just like this the the third person over the shoulder stuff more i just think it it's better i don't know i don't know I'm I'm so excited. I'll play it, obviously. Day one. Okay. But I'd rather it be third person. Now, mm-hmm. if it's VR though, that's a that's a whole other thing. But they never mention anything about VR. We don't even know We don't even know if PS five supports VR. No, we do know that. Have they said PS five supports VR? Yeah, they said that the PSVR unit that you have right now will work on PS five. Interesting. Okay. But they you know, you would think that if any of these games were VR, they would say they would at least throw a logo or something in there and internet nerds would find that. But yeah, you know, I don't think that happened. So no, that doesn't bold. Well, uh, pragmata, what was stupid that? name, another stupid name. What was, when was pragmata? I got a, it was the one with the little see-through cat and the little girl and the guy who looks like the, the logo from Kojima productions. Mm. And then they fly into space. Oh, it's from, and then they're on the moon or whatever. It's a Capcom game. Looks so like I didn't, learn anything from that trailer oh yeah when they were showing this i thought it was going to be like a death stranding sort of thing 
it got Death Stranding vibes, that but armor. it's it's a Capcom joint. And uh, my second like favorite game of the show, Horizon Forbidden West, because I I really dug Horizon, and this was all about you know this was so obvious. I thought it would be a launch game, to be perfectly honest. And I guess oh no, they didn't say it was twenty twenty. So, um, I thought it'd be a launch game, but you know I'm I'm excited to jump back into that because that world is so cool. After all of the uh native appropriation issues of the first game choosing to go with like a western expansion story for (laughs) the sequel (laughs) where you're literally going into the western united states um seeing what's there and conquering it i'm just saying it was an interesting choice um it looks pretty there's a crab i like crabs and i'm probably not gonna play it not gonna play it all oh i don't really like the first one and i guarantee you this is actually probably going to come out around when breath of the wild 2 comes out strangely <laughs> enough so it'll be another one of those well these are two open world games and i like this one better that's fair um i would there say rumors it would have co-op i didn't get that from the trailer but no I didn't that, would, that, that would be interesting um i'm surprised we didn't see the last of us factions stuff now nah, that's gonna they've hinted at that mm. pretty strongly I love The Last of Us multiplayer, Steve. It's I did probably too. one of my favorite, if not my favorite, multiplayer experience. Apex Legends, what? What's your boy, Steve? Apex Legends is the best battle royale, but The Last of Us multiplayer, I played hundreds of hours. Oh, yeah. man. I had, I had, like, friends I made through the multiplayer, and we would play regularly. Like, <laughs> so good. Um, so I was a little surprised we didn't see that, but that's fine. I would say my top three games was Resident Evil horizon and spider-man mm. uh with a close you know stray and ratchet and clank then Sackboy. um you know it was cool to see Ghostwire stuff i guess nba 2k21 even though mm. no one cares about that yeah, uh, yeah. The, in- the indies looked cool goodbye volcano jet uh now that i've seen you know now that we've seen more of jet or whatever through the epic game store mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a really good show, though. I thought they kind of covered. Like, there's quite a few genres on here. There's quite a few things. I, you know, I thought it was like pretty solid. Like, um, you know, it would have been nice to see. And the console looks whatever. It would have been nice to see like a launch date and price and stuff like that. But I don't like. There's time for that. Like, you can't even buy it. So what's? Why do you need to know what the launch date or the or the price is or what the launch games are? Because you can't even like make a purchasing decision. So it's just like whatever. Mm. These are just I'm sure games. Amazon France will leak all that in a week or two. Oh, I'm sure. And also, we know when the thing is launching. It's launching in the middle of like October before Black Friday in November. Like that's when it's launching. It'll be second week in November. Yeah. So I mean, and it'll be. It's going to be like it's going to be at least six hundred Canadian. So. Oh, oh my God! Start Don't sa- say that. Save those pennies. Hey, I got, I got my. I'm, I'm fully expecting dropping like well over a thousand dollars on xbox and ps5 shit this this christmas that's gross yeah well you know whatever it's not like i've been making stock trades so i'm good my top three uh i'm gonna have to give it to stray uh death loop and then bug snacks um just three very very different games we got um not gameplay trailer for stray but for bug snacks and and uh death loop i got i got a little taste of what we're gonna be doing in that and um, yeah, they just look so stupid and weird and different and not a shooter. <laughs> yeah, other than other than Deathloop. 
Other than Death of... Uh, other than, like, Sly 5, obviously, was there anything that they didn't announce that, that you would want to see? Like, I would have wanted to see the multiplayer... Whatever their multiplayer... Their big multiplayer thing is this 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 launch, right? Like, Killzone had multiplayer. Mm-hmm. What's the big, like, PlayStation exclusive multiplayer? Like, Spider-Man... Exclusive? I don't think there'll be anything. That's And that's what I was a little... That's why I was like, I thought it would be Last of Us Factions. The days of exclusive multiplayer experiences are over, Steve. Everything <laughs> well, no. has to support crossplay. No, no, no. I mean, because it's a first-person game. Or a first uh, party, oh, okay. party game. Then, yeah, the only one that'll probably ever have it is Last of Us. Or what What else? What other I PlayStation mean, they, Studio even does multiplayer now? If, if they give Uncharted or, or Killzone to another studio. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they set up Uncharted for a sequel. Of course they did, but... And I mean, yeah, they could always make know. another one. I guess Destruction All-Stars would, is going to be multiplayer, but that's not what I mean. I mean like a first-person shooter or third-person shooter or whatever. So I was Nothing. expecting Last of Us Factions. Like, I really thought we would see that, but it wasn't there. So other than Sly 5, what was what was something that they missed? Or is or Sly 5 really the only thing that you're holding on to? We're never getting a Sly 5, Steve. I'm going to end the meme on we this might. episode. No, we might. No, nah, we're never getting a Sly Cooper game. Like they they've they've stuck with Sackboy. They'll they'll use him till he's done. Um they're giving remakes to all the Activision platformers like Spyro and Crash, so they're clearly and Ratchet and Clank's still doing well, so Sly is just discarded. No, nah, believe in something, man. No, I, I I would love if they went back to Sly Cooper, they won't. And I think I need to accept that and, and move on with my life. I'm gonna I'm gonna petition for you. So the developer that made Sly Four, Sanzaro, has they made uh, they don't have anything on the docket for the future. So whatever they're working on is unknown. They have not been working on a Sly Cooper Five since you never know <laughs> twelve or twenty eleven. No, obviously not since then. But they the, whatever they're working on is unknown. Like the okay. last game they released. Um, Oh, Switch Champions? Oh, wait, no, never mind. They're acquired by Facebook, so they're an Oculus Studio now. Oh, no, nope, never mind. We're never getting another <laughs> Sly game. Sly's dead. All right. Yeah, other than that, um, yeah, it looks like a, it's a it's a very stupid design for a console, and you have to put a stand when it goes flat. It makes no sense to me. Those wings are going to snap off the first time a kid knocks it off the TV stand. I'll let you know. Um, the, the disc tray and discless versions, they're very obviously pushing for a discless future because that's what the platform owners want. They want to have 100% control over your games. Um, and 600 You're probably right. It's probably... Because it, it's essentially like a really streamlined PC at this point. And if it does everything it claims it can do, like the virtually no loading times and ray tracing and uh, all this stuff, it, it it has to be <laughs> close to six or 700 Canadian. Yeah, because 400... The lowest I think it would be in in US is four hundred, right? Because that's what the PS4 for the was. discless version. See, that's where I guess it gets a little bit. Yeah, even then with the discless, because the PS3 or sorry, the PS4 was four hundred, three ninety nine, and then it actually went up after it came out because the dollar tanked. Yeah, then that's so if you what bought I mean. a PS4 at launch, you actually got it cheaper than the people who bought it like six months later. Four hundred US is five forty three Canadian, so you know, Ugh. add add tax on the five forty three, which. Ugh. Here is thirteen percent. That's disgusting. That's six hundred thirteen dollars. So straight up, like, oh my god. So it's at least six hundred dollars. Like easily, I would be shocked if it's less than you know six hundred Canadian, like five ninety nine. I would be shocked. That's gross. Um, gotta get the money. I was thinking about this. You know, like when you're a kid and and uh, 
and you wanted to go see like R-rated movies and all this shit, and you couldn't. And then when you got that age, you just stopped caring about those people and and stuff. And I remember like having to download Resident Evil the movie because my friends and I weren't age appropriate seeing in the movie theater, so I just downloaded mm-hmm. and watched it like twenty times with friends coming over and stuff. It's kind of how I feel about like consoles because it's just like I got the I got the savings to just buy it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. like to be honest, whatever the price is, whatever price Sony sets it won't stop me from buying it it's just going to mm-hmm. stop me from getting the xbox right away mm-hmm. so i'm just going to do it mm-hmm. um like i said it's going to be it, it could be a stupid decision but it's going to be like i'm just going to do it anyways because what the hell else do i spend my money on anyways i'm not taking the tc to work anymore so mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i don't know i'm gonna do the same thing i did for the switch i'll wait like one to two years till i find a sick bundle on marketplace or kijiji comes with a couple games controller um, much cheaper than buying all that new and just do that. Yeah. So nothing announced was like you, you're like, I have to get this day one. Like even if Spider-Man doesn't come to PS4, like that's not enough or whatever. No, not really. Like I, I really want to play the new Ratchet and Clank. I love Ratchet and Clank. I really want to play the new Spider-Man. I really want to play the Demon Souls remake. I really want to play Resident Evil Village and I will eventually, but nothing that was like, holy shit, I need this in my life. Day Is one. Resident Evil Village a ps4 game as well or is it Ooh, maybe actually <laughs> so maybe i will be able to play that because it's third party right so unless they're yeah oh actually they're wick the wikipedia just says ps5 xbox series s x and windows see then i'm tempted to just buy it on xbox one because then i get it on xbox series x for free if upgraded well it's not sorry no the wikipedia only has it for series x ps5 oh, and windows. okay not not for previous consoles Oh, man, who knows, Steve? Drop that's, drop that's that money. A, I'll, 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 I'm definitely going to do that, but I'm not going to be buying any of these this uh, holiday. All right, so which, all the all the PS5 hot takes will just come from me then. Yeah, essentially. I thought you were uh, going to get Xbox. Which these games will be on PS4 too, though. So yeah, that's true. Anyway, that's it for the PS5 uh, opinions. Uh, I want a release date, a price, and launch games and. Actually, it doesn't even matter. I'm not going to buy it. Price would be nice to know, though. It's just a game of chicken at this point between Xbox and PlayStation because whoever says price first technically gives the others an opportunity to change, but I'm sure all those decisions have already been made. Yeah. I mean, they know... They probably have, like... They know, like, exactly how much they need to sell. Like, if they sell at this, they're expected to make this much money. If they sell at Mm -hmm. this price, they know they'll make this much money. Like, they have all these numbers. They've been crunching that that shit for a long time. Mm -hmm. It's really just, like... And with COVID, like, all this stuff's just up in the air. Like, I would imagine the only thing I could think of that, like, Factions wasn't shown off is because Last of Us 2 isn't out. And they wouldn't want people to think that, like, the next Last of Us is already, out, like, out on PS5. So why would they play Last of Us 2 sort of thing? Mm. That's, like, that's the only thing I was kind of thinking about Factions. Because I got to imagine that game's real. They, they announced they're doing a multiplayer thing on the side. Yeah. Like... And I would I would assume it's a PS5 exclusive because like why why would they not make it a PS5 exclusive? <sighs> that would get PS5. me. That would get me, Steve. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. Well, I might... love the Last of Us multiplayer. I mean, we might find out in July or August. Like I'm still holding out that Factions is a real thing that comes out this year. This year, probably not. But yeah, that would be a uh, day one buy for me with a new PS5 if Here I couldn't get one. Oh, I can't wait. All right, there you go. That that would be the one to do it. I 
I fucking love the Last of Us multiplayer with with some Sly some Sly Cooper skins in it or something. Oh <laughs> uh, man, there were like six hundred hats in Sly or sorry, Last of Us oh, one multiplayer. It was, it was ridiculous, absurd. Uh, let's close out the show, Steve, with uh, what we've been playing. Uh, we streamed twice this week, but forgoed our weekend streams because of all these um, live streams. And there was a shit ton of construction like directly behind my balcony today, like drilling and shit. It would have just been the worst. So. Mm. Uh, but on Tuesday, we streamed Dreamscapers Prologue, partly developed um, by a Kingston-located developer. I liked it. I liked it a lot. It's a rogue light with a T, I think. Um, it's gorgeous, too. And the, the music surprisingly really struck me in the way it um, weaves in and out of like when you're in battle and not in battle, like seamlessly. And I know that's something other games do, but I really liked and noticed it in uh, this game. Um, it's going to be part of the Steam festival i think and uh, it was in a bunch of live streams this weekend like the gorilla collective and a couple other ones and the premise if you don't know you're playing this girl named cassidy cassie i think and there's you're sort of like evening activities where you can like go to different places and talk to people and spend time um but then when you get home you go to sleep and you enter the like dreamscape which is sort of a procedurally generated series of rooms that have different um enemies and treasures and you can like equip items and drop old ones you have like two slots kind of like dead cells yeah. um, where you where, like you compare them and want to find the better one uh and then the level ended with a boss battle with this big fish thing that it took me like two or three times to beat but it felt really really good and uh you can buy a like uh, an edition of the game that has a second level and i think might count as like a pre-order of the actual game it's called and they, they like right in the in the it's called the supporters edition it's 569 canadian yeah um, right it unlocks a new city level a new boss um but still just like the prologue like it's still just the demo yeah it doesn't say anywhere in the description that it come that it's like a pre-order so i think this is just like if you liked the prologue and want another level and like toss five bucks to the devs you can get it right but the actual full game is uh, still a ways off, I think. We always like to talk about the Available gifts. summer. Summer this year. So We always like to talk about the gifts and stuff on the page. They actually have a gift to show you where to wishlist it and to follow. Amazing. <laughs> At the very bottom. It's good shit. I, oh, I actually yeah, added that is, to my, my wishlist. You should play the sound. I thought we, were, I thought we did this one in a, in a wishlist this thing. We probably did the prologue then and not the actual game. Oh yeah, actually, you're right. I no, I wishlist the game. I just wishlist the prologue right now. I guess it's a different. That's interesting. It's a different store page then. Yeah, it was probably like. That's interesting because I wishlist the 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 prologue right now, which you know I'll do. Oh, have I'll, you wishlisted the full game then? Yeah, I did. I'm okay, actually going to cool. download the demo. Oh wait, I have the demo. Oh my god, the demo's uh free and it's really good, and I highly recommend you check it out. Um. But yeah, so that we played that on Tuesday. Thursday, we played uh, Super Crush KO, the next game from Vertex Pop, uh, Toronto Indie Studio, with art uh, lead artist uh, Gabby Dorenzo, who's now at Drinkbox. It's great. I love it. It's tight. And it has a lot... Like, I, I've, it has to be inspired by Guacamelee, because there's like the armadillo things that like roll at you, and you have to dodge through them. And then there's like lasers that you have to like dodge through to not take damage. Mm. And uh, But it's like much faster and way more arcadey in that like you have like the times x 
20, 40 on the side. And then if you get hit, it like, actually, no, Guacamelee has that too. It really is just heavily inspired by Guacamelee. And it's just really, really good. It's pretty with like the pastel um, art style. The premise is uh, some uh, alien lady steals your cat and you're trying to get her back. But then there's some, uh, there's some romantic tension between you, your character and the alien lady. So hmm, I, I haven't beat it yet, but I assume uh, this might have a, a happy ending. But uh, yeah, it's good. I really, really like it. Nice. Actually, I, I'm going to put that up there as a contender for me for Canadian Game of the Year. Up there with Boreal Tales. I have to... I still have to pick it up. Is it on... I forget. What did it come out on? It's on, it on Switch and Steam, and I assume they're trying to get it on other things because their other games are on other things. Right. Yeah, yeah, It would be great at home on Switch, though. Really good. Mm-hmm. But that's it for streaming this week. Next week, we'll be back with... Um, we're streaming, let's see here, Breacher Story from uh, Montreal Studio, Iyer from a Newfoundland studio, oh. The Last Year After Dark, and Shadowy Contracts, which we would have streamed this weekend, but construction and live streams got in the way. So yeah, yeah. subscribe, twitch.tv, Canadian Game Devs, we'll be playing this week. And maybe Steve will hop on and play something more Long Dark or Celeste or something. I wanted, I wanted to stream Long Dark like late Friday night, but I fell asleep. Hmm. <laughs> I'm just too freaking tired. <laughs> Um, and then for non-streaming stuff, uh, Steve and I played some Apex, still yeah. the best Battle Royale game. I'm playing Valorant. I really like it, and I'm really bad at it. And I'm doing all the added grindstone levels. Still the best mobile game ever made. Fuck you, Call of Duty Mobile. <laughs> oh, and uh, my girlfriend and I are playing through Last of Us one more time before Friday. Um, Grounded. When the second one comes out. Grounded. You're such a... I wonder... I'm, I'm interested because... I haven't played last of us and you know, since it was re-released on PS4 mm-hmm. and you're, you're like, you know, the like innards of that game so well, but the mechanics as well. And be interested to see like what you think about the difficulty for last of us too. If it's like transitions over or something. It's, it's weird. Cause like I'm playing on grounded and on survivor and grounded, you don't have listen mode. And then on grounded enemies do like double damage. You find like half the amount of supplies everywhere and stuff. But like, my girlfriend's never seen how it's like quote unquote supposed to be played with like with the, cause listen mode just changes the game. You just know where everyone is. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, it's interesting. It, like it doesn't make like the, listening to interviews with the developers, they didn't even want to have listen mode, but the game was too hard. So they're like, all right, there's a mode that just shows you where everyone is. Who's close to you. Um, <laughs> like through their hairs up, like fine, uh, hands up. But yeah, I, there's parts of this game where like, on grounded i get through this huge chunk like first try i don't even die i'm like god that feels good <laughs> like this is probably the, the best game i'm at the best game game i'm best at you know yeah true i mean you this is your 16th playthrough you said 15th or 16th I, I have to go back and check but yeah i did survivor survivor plus on ps3 at launch then they had a grounded grounded plus then i played through again on easy to get some of the trophies um and then on PS4, I did Survivor Star Plus, Grounded Grounded Plus. Um, then That's mentioned did, factions, too. Oh, I played so much factions. Like, days and days of factions. Like, it's so good, Steve. Um, but yeah, this, this, is, this is my game. And uh, I'm ready for the... As, as soon as I wrap this up, I'll have 100% trophy list on PS3, PS4, ready for part two on Friday. Ooh, buddy. Nice. Yeah. What have you been playing, Steve? uh apex as you mentioned um and then i i dipped into division two last night because i just wanted to like uh yeah because i just wanted to 
I just wanted to like a shooter, you know, just like a looter shooter, just to grind away. Um, I I've this is like my eighth or ninth time playing Division Two because I just and eventually just get so bored of the loot because it's just backpacks and shit, mm-hmm. and uh, and I'm just ignoring the loot right now. Like I, I pick it up and I just like swap for different levels and and I'm ignoring everything. I'm just really just wanted something to shoot. It just um, needs one button on the menu where you're like scrap everything. Or equip the highest level of all the things I have and scrap everything under it. There's yeah. one button that does I that. I know. <laughs> exactly. Because I don't care about like the really intricate stuff. Especially because I'm like level 20 or whatever. Like, I, It doesn't matter. Like, I'm just going to... If something has more armor, I'm just going to switch it out. So it's <laughs> just like... just t- The game do it for me. Because <laughs> <laughs> why am I doing it? Um, and then I was playing more Londark. Still loving this game. I'm near the end of episode 2. It's just okay. so just so good like oh, everything like it's so stressful um and just like there's been times where like the, the last like area that i just did is is this big like frozen lake or like shallow lake and like i fell through the ice and that oh, just no. that just fucking ruins you like you're freezing cold your clothes are ruined like some good shit and then i I was trying to get to like this other area and it was pitch dark out and I had no light, but I was just like, I just need to do this. And I fell and like broke my leg. Oh no. <laughs> it's so, there's such like, there's so many like cool things. And I, there was like a blizzard and stuff. And like, I don't know. It's, it's so, it's really good. I haven't gone back to survival mode because I kind of was beat the story or what, or what we have of the story so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll kind of jump back into survival mode, but I'm still loving it. And I wanted to stream it. I'll try to stream it this week, but. No promises. And then I did play... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I, I did play more of Celeste. I'm not really, like... I can tell it's I saw game. your tweet. You're like, I don't like the best platformers the last couple of years, so maybe I just don't like platformers. 2D yeah, platformers. Like, like, well, I I was saying 2D because I was referring to Celeste, but the two games I was referring to is Mario Odyssey and Celeste. Because mm. Mario Odyssey, I just thought, was really, like, just super repetitive and mediocre. Like, I really, like... I, I like Celeste more than I like Mario Odyssey, but I really did not like Mario Odyssey. And Celeste, huh. like, I'm fine with it. It's just the it's just the difficulty so it's like fake. Like you, nothing happens. Like you just you just get spawned back at the start. Like figuring out how to beat the level is way better than when I actually do beat it. So when I figure out like I have to like, you know, side swipe this like rock thing so it goes over and then I gotta quickly hit it down or whatever, like Figuring that stuff out is like way more enjoyable than like just getting it right and getting to the end of the level because it's just it just seems it's just so annoying to like do a level like fifty times over and then just finally beat it because I feel like if I were to do it <laughs> another fifty times I would just die all the time so it's, I don't feel like I'm getting better or anything so I want to beat it but I'm there's no way in hell that I'm gonna do the sea seaside shit or whatever <sighs> I'll but I'll beat it or whatever just so I can say I beat it. Um, but I'm not, like, I don't know, like, last couple, like, platformers that have been really loved, I'm just kind of like, eh, I don't know if it's a genre that's really, I'm kind of feeling it, or if I need a little bit more. A friend, mm. of, a friend of mine on Twitter um, recommended Hollow Knight, which apparently is hard as fuck, too, and it's on PS Now. It's not so. even a platformer, it's a, it's a Metroidvania. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. It's, like, well, obviously there's platforming elements to a Metroidvania, but, like, whereas Celeste is just pure platforming. Yeah. Hollow Knight's like a hub world with different abilities that let you into other areas and single room bosses and stuff. What about Dead Cells? Dead Cells is more of like that too. Dead well. Cells is zippy, quick. It's a roguelite, so you'll 
die a lot and and respawn, but it's very very attainable, like beating it. Yeah, give me um, any more platformers. Now, now I would consider um, a short hike kind of a platformer, right? Like it's just yeah. your, uh, and I really love that. So it's mm-hmm. not like it's not like I'm poo pooing on all platformers. It's just no, you just reckon it's it's a like there's. Like, I think you and I both don't really care about, like, racing sims. Like, we don't play Forza Motorsport or Gran Turismo no. because, like, we don't, we don't care about that type of game. It doesn't connect with us. But we look at it and we're like, oh, that looks like a car. And I'm sure, like, the people love this game because it simulates what a car is like really well. Yeah. But, like, I, I we only don't like those games, so we don't play them. Whereas, like, I think that's kind of what maybe this, like, genre of 2D platformer, like Meat Boy and Celeste is for you. Yeah, I yeah exactly. Although I played GT Sport because I really just wanted to see like the game that someone had been creating for twenty five years. Like what that what that because it's just been the same guy. Then obviously it's a big team, but I mean like it's been that same guy making Gran Turismo games for thirty years now. I was just like, I wonder what it's like to just. Is make PlayStation thirty years old now? Nineteen ninety five, six. Yeah. Holy. Gran no. Turismo. Oh yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. I mean, maybe 1995, yes, yeah, somewhere in there. Gran Turismo, I'm trying to see when the first Gran Turismo is. Was in 1997, so it's almost 30 years. So I was just like, <laughs> I wonder what it's like to make the same game for 25 years. <laughs> like, what that like feels like. I didn't play much of it, though. I was just like, eh, whatever, I'm done with this. But no, you're right. Like, it's not a genre that I'm just kind of, like, really itching. I don't know. If there's other 2D platformers that people kind of, like, love, I'd, I'd be interested in checking it out. But... It's difficulty stuff in Celeste is just not really, not really feeling it. Mm. I I totally understand. If you were like, oh, this game's this game's like ugly and not fun and like it's stupid, I'd be like, ah, oh, no, that's not fair. But you're like, yeah, like you're the reason you don't like it makes sense to me. I I kind of want to play it on assisted mode because I kind of just want to like play through it because the story is really cool the sound mm-hmm. like the music is awesome the graphics are really cool the level like I'm in chapter 6 and it's like the foresty kind of weird level but oh, yeah like the, the waterfalls and stuff yeah it looks yeah. awesome so I'm, I've am i been thinking like maybe I'll just go on assisted mode just so I can beat it and just yeah. experience it so the uh the it's literally an analogy for like so uh, I won't give up the ending because I think you know where it's going but like yeah it, it's like mental health overcoming your fears and, and your self-doubts and stuff, right? Like the scene where you're on the, the trolley with, um, oh, what's the, what's your friend's name? Um, Lou, uh, the Instagrammer. Oh, yeah. The Instagrammer. <laughs> oh God. What's his name? Uh, I'm forgetting it too. I love stuff like that though. To, Last of Us. To, to, uh, Theo, Theo, Theo. Last of Us Left Behind or whatever had the had the Facebook integration when you post like the thing and and the guys on Instagram and you can look up like the photos. It's pretty cool. Yeah, the the scene on the, the trolley with Theo and mm. he's like work, walking you through the breathing process. That one yeah, actually yeah. like that scene hit me pretty hard. That was some good shit actually. And I was like, this is really really good. Um, and yeah, so the, the, the game hit me in an emotional way and in like uh like i got into the flow of that game so hard yeah so i i i'll beat it um but i'll you know it's sort of like how i'm attack tackling sly cooper 2 as well where it's just like i just need to play like a few things here and there but like if i play mm-hmm. for more than like 20 minutes i'm just like ah this is just getting frustrating and then i and then i get mad <laughs> don't get mad then i take it out on my no i'm just joking 
Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, that's it for this episode of the CanadianGandems.com podcast. Thank you so much for listening. It's a if joke. It's a help- joke. It's a joke. <laughs> you want to help us keep the site running, covering the game dev scene, you can support us over on patreon.com slash devs. We're backing us uh, at any tier. Gets you early access to the show, a special channel on our Discord. And if you back us at a dollar a month, or higher than a dollar a month, we'll put your name at the end of the credits, like these lovely folks. Aaron McLeod, Elizabeth Avery, Hanel, Jean Leggett, Jeff Shepstone, Jeffrey Canham, Graph Metal, Kai Hutchins, M5 Games, Nicholas A. Zorko, Nav from Academy of Games, Pixelnuts underscore Alex, Slaughter and Echo, check out their Kickstarter project coming out soon, and Stacy H. Thank you so much, patrons, for your support. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. We'd love to know what you think. Uh, take your feedback in stride. And uh, if you're not listening on Apple Podcasts, um, I don't know if other Spotify doesn't have a review thing. I don't know if Google does, but email us if you have any feedback or hop on Discord and DM us. Uh, And if you like this episode, maybe share it with a friend, someone who's interested in the Canadian game dev scene, maybe, or someone who just wants to hear a couple people talk about games. That's never been done before in a podcast. Never. Uh, (laughs) Thank you for joining me this week, Steve. Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, Steven L. Crane on Twitter and Instagram. I think there's eight sometimes in there. And TikTok, Mm. although I still have not yet made a TikTok. I'm waiting. I, I just don't know what to do. Every time I see something, I'm like, oh, that was smart. I wish I did that. And now I don't want to, <laughs> you know, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe it'll never happen. Maybe I'll just be a lurker on TikTok forever. I feel like the majority of TikTok users are lurkers. Very possible. I mean, I only have two followers, you and a coworker. So, I mean, what's the point? <laughs> I have like a thousand because that one Smash one I made blew up. Oh, yeah, that's right. And you, uh, had, the, you, had, a, you had a Trump one as well, didn't you? Oh, that one's funny. It's the <laughs> Gabriel Gundaker vine where he's yeah. like, four female Ghostbusters, the feminists are taking over. I'm an adult virgin. Yeah, you can find me on TikTok, Riley, I think is my my at. And also on Twitter and Instagram, Riley, P-H-A-N-R-E-I-L-L-Y. And of course, go to the site, CanadianDevs.com. Follow at Canada Game Devs on Twitter. It was like two characters too long. Uh, Facebook, at Canadian Game Devs. Instagram, at Canadian Game Devs. Our Discord, it's Canadian Game Devs. Everywhere, Canadian Game Devs. We'll be back next week. Uh, we'll have our thoughts about any Canadian games announced at the EA thing. Uh, we're also covering all these other live streams for Canadian games, pulling those out and uh, yeah. NHL 21 yeah you think they'll you think they'll do another NHL I don't know the last one I ended uh, so well <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he won the Stanley Cup and went home to his family <laughs> well, that's, well that's no one's won the Stanley Cup oh true yeah they can't do one this year there's there's no uh, roster to to put in it there's literally nothing's changed I, I don't yeah. know what the sports are going to do because like a lot of people, you know, you enter free agency and stuff like that. Like some people don't have teams right now or they mm-hmm. won't have teams like after the season's sort of thing. So I don't know, whatever. Anyways, anyways, we'll be there and you should be there too. Uh, thank you. Have a good week. Bye. Are you got little levels now? Yep. Okay, and we'll clap on four. One, two, three, four. All right, lovely. And three, two, one.